Welcome to episode 10 of the St. Effects Economics Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Catch, the chair of the Economics Department at St. Francis Xavier University. All right, so here we are with episode 10, and we have a very special guest today. So we're, we'll be chatting with uh, Casey Jones from Ottawa, or I should say the legendary Casey Jones. And uh, she's a BA 2014 grad from St. FX, honors in mathematics with a subsidiary in economics. So how's it going, Casey? It's going well. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, not a problem. Thanks for accepting our invitation. I mean, we wanted to get you on the show for a while here because we know that you have a lot of interesting stories. Depends on, uh, depends on what you think is interesting, but uh, hopefully we can entertain. Well, let's just take a step back here. I mean, I don't use the word legendary, uh, you know, too loosely here. I mean, let's face it, you've had, uh, what, two national championships with ex-women rugby. Uh, you were the gold medalist as the top BA student in 2014. And most importantly, you were the co-winner of the McDonald Prize in economics in 2014. I mean, these are incredible achievements. Arguably, uh, you know, that may have been my peak back in the day, but we hope not, you know? <laughs> oh, I don't think it's your peak. It's actually, I think, something, you know, I've been, I've been actually thinking about this, and I think I would place you as possibly the hardest working person I've ever known. Not just student, but person anywhere, anytime. Well, I'm, uh, I'm honored that you say that about me. I mean, you know, that's, that's very kind of you. Let's face it, you, you performed extremely well academically professionally and athletically. I mean, you're, you're the trifecta right there. You've done a lot of amazing things, both in class and um, professionally and on, 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 on the field. So, you know, I want to try to try to dive in here and try to understand what makes you tick and what gives you all this energy. So let's go back to, I guess, the time when you were just considering coming to St. FX. So you're from British Columbia, right? Yes, I am. I grew up in uh, Vancouver and in a town called White Rock, BC, about 45 minutes outside of Vancouver. So what prompted you to make the uh, cross-country trek to come to Santa Fax? Uh, well, I took a year off after high school. So we're talking 2009, 2010. And um, I was approached by the women's rugby coach um, who was interested in having me out um, at St. FX to come and visit campus and visit, visit the school and see what they um, had to offer. So I remember uh, I was 18 at the time and a plane ticket showed up in my personal email inbox to, you know, come check out campus, come check out the school. So I, I did for a weekend for four days and uh, I just got there and it kind of took my breath away. You know, I was checking out a couple different schools and uh, the, the buildings were beautiful, although not as beautiful as they are now. I know St. FX has put a lot of money into renovations, and in particular, the new Mulroney Center, where the econ department, uh, you know, has its home base. But uh, yeah, I just loved the school. I loved the idea of going somewhere smaller and just uh, living somewhere that I don't think I would have gotten to spend a lot of my adult life in um, besides school. So I just decided to kind of go on a whim and take an opportunity to go somewhere I thought I could thrive. You know, small classes um, was definitely a big factor. And the campus was beautiful, the good rug rugby program. So I was sold. Oh, fantastic. Now, academically, what, uh, what did you sign up for when you got here? I probably was the student that has jumped around the most. Um, I started 
I applied really late to St. FX because I, it was a, I, I was making, I had a bunch of decisions to make. And so I applied really late. So I ended up uh, starting out in the human nutrition program. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, what, what did that lead to? Because obviously that's not where you ended up. <laughs> I didn't last too long there. Um, so as part of the nutrition program in your first year, I remember I was doing, uh, they do uh, like one-on-one -on -one academic advising, or they used to before yeah. uh, pre the pre-COVID era. And I remember sitting with the academic advisor talking about elective courses. And I asked if I could take math as my elective, which they quickly laughed and said, said no. Um, I mean, math was one thing I was always really good at in high school, but I didn't really know you could make a job out of it. I just didn't know where it was used. So I kind of tried to pick something that I thought I could get a job. But because um, I had to take an intro stats course in my first year of the nutrition program, I met um, Sunny, mm -hmm. Sunny Wang, who used to be at St. FX, who um, I ended up spending all four years with, uh, by the end, you and Sunny co-supervising my honors thesis, but she kind of just saw something special in me, I guess, and asked, you know, I would just go visit her office hours and she would ask what I was thinking about my future. And I guess she saw that the course was relatively simple for me and I could think about the topics a lot deeper than was in this intro class. So that's when she convinced me to switch to do a statistics. Right. And from statistics, I guess you kind of like, uh, you must have taken economics at some point, maybe second or third year. And yeah, yeah and I, as I recall, we were trying to figure out what kind of degree you could end up taking that would combine a lot of math and economics courses. So you, I think you started off in the BSc, then that kind of morphed into the BA degree at some point. Yeah, so I switched from nutrition into um, math, just a BSc, uh, I guess it was just a BSc general at that time because you didn't declare until your third year. Um, so I thought I would first do it with a BSc in math with an advanced major in business, but then I ended up taking a couple of business classes. It was accounting and it was too simple. Like I, I just didn't think it was the best use of my brain. I was kind of mind numbed. And then I took actually a first year. So in, as part of the nutrition program, you had to take a social sciences pair. Mm -hmm. So I hadn't really heard of anything about economics. It wasn't available in my undergrad or in my high school. Um, so I, that's where I took 101 and 102. And then I, I liked it. And then in my second year, I had just switched to do math. And then I had you actually as my prof for intermediate macro one. So it was econ 202 in the first semester and I did really well. And then I ended up taking econ 302. So the intermediate macro two with you taught the second semester of my second year. And I guess I just kept doing really well. And then I learned more about math as an employable application to economics and i guess yeah we kind of crossed paths and the rest is history right yeah i mean uh, you know of course we were also immortalized together in that infamous mclean's picture back in 2011 in the university issue that's true our claim to fame right exactly so uh you know, and as you mentioned, uh, I mean, Sonny and myself, we were co-supervisors and we, we obviously saw a lot of potential there because the stuff we put you to work on was not for the faint of heart. 
uh, I mean, your honors thesis is something that easily could have been, you know, passed off as a master's thesis at other universities. You were using mixed frequency data to now cast inflation. So that was pretty, pretty exciting stuff. It's, uh, it's funny because I have a lot of people who, uh, you know, a lot of my friends or, you know, people that I talk to say, oh, math, like, I never use that. Like, how did you study math in university? Like, you know, I don't use the math I studied in high school, but it's, it's funny because I, I, I laugh and I say, well, actually, the things I was taught in school, uh, I, I do every single day about, you know, it's not like m my training just taught me how to think in a certain way or, you know, work together, yeah. collaborate with other people. Like, I literally do things every day at work that I learned as a student and working for you and Sunny in the summer, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, t talking about your extracurriculars on campus, so obviously you were part of the women's rugby team. You did extremely well there, but you were also doing other stuff. I mean, weren't you part of the rowing team as well? Uh, yeah, I spent a summer when I was in Anaganish. Uh, I spent a summer rowing with the rowing team, I guess. Anaganish slows down a little bit in the summer, right? So, yeah. Um, that was nice just to be able to like stay active and uh, you know meet some new people. I did a lot of work for the math society on campus so in my fourth year I was president of the math society so we organized the weekly tutorials for first year calculus students, held some events you know our infamous pie day mm -hmm. uh, March 14th you know arguably the hottest holiday of the year but oh. uh, yeah. So how did you balance all these things, you know, all these extracurriculars, sports and academics and excelling in both? I mean, a lot of people are faced with that here at St. FX and, you know, time is constrained. So how did you manage to balance all these things? Um, well, I definitely didn't work a part-time job when I was at school, right? I kind of thought of my studies as a job in itself. And, you know, by doing well in school, I would get access to academic scholarships and bursaries through the financial aid office mm -hmm. um, to help pay for my school. So I definitely put 100% of my focus in, like I committed to the number of things I was doing, right? I tried not to overstretch myself. Right. Um, I also, you know, St. FX is great because you're billed for like the full year. So no matter how you balance your courses, so whether you take five and five, four and six, the bill at the end is the same. So being a fall semester sport, I would always do four uh, classes in the fall and six classes um, in the second semester. Of course, in fourth year, I had to do seven in the second semester, but uh, you know, I hung out at the library a lot, but that was just part of it. Um, yeah, I think also too, like I found something that I really, really enjoyed. So by my end of my second year, third year, fourth year. Like I loved what I was studying. I loved what I was doing. So it was kind of easy to stay motivated. Right. And when you graduated from St. FX, you took a job at the Bank of Canada. And I believe you were one of the first of many students from St. FX to land a job there. So can you tell us a little bit about how you landed that job and what you did while you were at the bank? Yeah, I remember. Um, I applied in October, I believe it was, of my fourth year. Um, I remember I told you I applied actually, and you were like, what? I didn't know that was even on the radar. That's not the plan. <laughs> um, and uh, I, so I applied in October and then I interviewed. I ended up getting the job offer before Christmas of my fourth year. So before I went home in December for that break. 
Um, I ended up, I got a couple offers from the international department and the currency department. Mm -hmm. So I ended up taking the offer, working on the economic research and analysis team um, in the currency department. And the idea was that I would be there for two years um, working full time. And then at the same time, I would be doing my master's um, in economics at Carleton on a part-time basis over two years. Um, and I was super grateful because they, they funded my master's study. Um, and of course I had a full-time job as well. Yep. Um, so there I worked a lot with, uh, some bigger data sets, a lot of survey, a lot of survey data. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I was there for two years. Yeah. I mean, that was also very impressive. Like the bank is known for its continuous oh. learning initiatives, but normally that's people taking a one-off course here and there, but you somehow parlayed that into a full degree that you were able to complete in two years. So how did you manage, I guess, you know, again, in terms of time, uh, you know, time-wise managing your time, how did you manage the full-time job while taking all these courses on the side? Honestly, that's a very good question. And I look back and still wonder how I did this sometimes. Um, it was definitely extremely challenging. I remember uh, my first semester as well, I was also playing rugby. Um, so I played rugby. I was a graduate student at Carleton, but I was playing rugby at uh, Ottawa U just because their program was stronger. Um, the logistics behind that was a little bit uh, in the gray area, so I won't get into that. But uh, yeah, so I was working full time, doing my master's part time, taking uh, graduate micro, as well as playing varsity rugby at U Ottawa. And it definitely was extremely long days. Most days I'd be up at seven in the morning and would probably get home, you know, I'd work till 4.35 and then would right away, you know, eat, eat a quick snack and start studying at work, right? We had meeting rooms obviously on our floor. So one of my colleagues and I who were also, were taking the same classes, we would study together and, you know, we'd finish work around five and then automatically just start school. And we'd usually work till eight, nine, 9.30 PM every night. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's just, you know, crazy nuts. I mean, I don't know how you pulled that off for two years, but kudos to you for doing that. So basically, two years out of St. FX, you had a full-time job for a couple of years, and you, you earned a master's degree. And after that, you got a full-time job at the Department of Finance. So how did that come about? And uh, what have you been doing there? Um, yeah, so I joined finance after my master's in 2016. Time flies, it's already been four years. Um, I initially started in fiscal policy division in the um, economic and fiscal policy branch, but about a year and a half after joining finance, I kind of wanted to get back to my, wheel, my wheelhouse, I guess, or what I was, uh, you know, what I, what I loved the most, which was more the pure economics and the math. Um, so I switched to the economic analysis and forecasting division, and in particular, um, the model development team uh, within that division. And I've been there ever since. So it's been about two and a half years now. So we, um, we maintain and update uh, the department's macroeconomic model. Mm -hmm. and, and I get to work on a lot of like sh more like research projects. So for example, right now I'm working on a project like forecasting provincial GDP growth mm -hmm. um, using like factor models. Um, it's funny because I actually work with one of my colleagues on uh, now casting real GDP and I'm like, oh, this is very similar to what I did, uh, you know, with you and Sunny back in the day. So very applicable. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. 
that's kind of where I am now and where I think I'll be for the, for the next little bit. Fantastic. I mean, and the nice thing too about the public sector, as you mentioned, you moved around in finance, went from one job to another, but if you wanted to really, you know, have a change of scenery, you can move to some other department like natural resources or, you know, employment Canada. So, and still carry all your, you know, your pension and your benefits with you from job to job. So that's a nice, uh, nice feature of these federal jobs. For sure. I guess for me, um, the most important thing was really like getting to maintain and develop my solid like foundation in quantitative like economics and just understanding that like the intuition behind how everything works like you know it's easy to to branch out after you have that really solid foundation and that experience but i think for me right now like getting that expertise in that specific area is useful no matter what I decide to do in the future, right? But it's hard for someone who does more the policy analyst type job to move back towards pure economics. So I guess for me right now, starting out four years later, I just am trying to build as much of a foundation as possible to have future success. Well, there you go. I mean, you're, you know, you're obviously still building up your human capital right now. So you're going to be I mean, I'll make the bold prediction. You'll never be unemployed in your life. I mean, with your experience and your credentials, you'll, uh, you'll always have a job no matter what. So that's uh, kudos to you there. I hope so, especially in uh, today's time. You know, I know there's a lot of uh, uncertainty around COVID, right? Of course, yeah. But that's the kind of thing that'll help people like you remain employed, though. A lot of difficult problems out there, a lot of challenges, a lot of, so they need smart problem solvers like you to start working on these things. I try. <laughs> so just to close off the interview, I know you're very busy and I'll see we're hitting you on a work day here. Um, what kind of advice would you have for new St. FX students who are just starting out on campus, not too sure what to do? And uh, so what kind of advice would you like to give them? Honestly, to just find something that they genuinely really enjoy. I know I jumped around a lot and I was still able to finish my degree um, in four years, I know lots of people nowadays always get nervous that their degree will take longer um, than it should, but just really take the time to like find what they like and it's never too late to, you know, take a new path or go in a different direction if you meet the right kind of people and really just take advantage of the, like the ability at St. FX to uh, to learn from your professors because there are lots of uh, experiences and opportunities you get at a small institution that you wouldn't necessarily get at a larger institution. You know, look, even like, you know, holding NSERC in the summer, you know, I think spending a summer doing research was one of the most beneficial things I did over my time there. And uh, yeah, just meeting the right people. Well, those are great words to live by. So thanks a lot for your time, Casey. And, uh, you know, we wish you continued success at the Department of Finance. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, and feel free to drop in on campus whenever you're uh, close to Anaganish. Perfect, I will. All right, take care. Bye, Greg. Bye.